0: Hey guys, Hunter here. If you're like me, you've started to listen to uh, most of your podcasts on Spotify. And if you guys do, it would really help us out if you would leave us a review on Spotify. We've just recently gotten on the platform, and we're trying to get our reviews up. So if you enjoy the show, uh, we would really greatly appreciate you going there and uh, clicking a, a review for us. It only takes a few seconds, and it will really help us out uh, with growing the podcast and getting the good word of health and fitness out. Now, let's get to the show. <laughs> And we're back with the Coyote Fitness Podcast. Oh Hunter here, and no I just dropped the bomb on them, and we're just going with it. Uh, so <laughs> we don't even know what we're going with. We're, we're gonna going to have an interesting day today. So what we're going to do is we're, I'm going to put these two guys on the spot, and I gave them about 30 seconds of preparation time so they couldn't write down on their whiteboards and have notes and all that type of stuff. And it's going to be a little off the cuff. So what we're going to talk about is what <laughs> Earmuffs, kids. <laughs> what would you guys do if you could not uh work out at coyote fitness what would you do for your fitness would you do anything what would you do
1: i'm gonna spin this also into what would we do for a job <laughs> yeah. if we didn't work uh, at coyote fitness
2: first of all apply for a new job uh <laughs> yeah you can do that as well you can talk I'll about be happy to send my
0: resume to anyone just shoot me a message yeah um I'll, i'm gonna cut that out but uh <laughs> no uh this this will be good because it'll it'll kind of give uh everybody uh, an idea because i'm sure everybody has had those thoughts, or before they were at Coyote, they weren't sure what they were going to do for health and fitness. So it'd be fun to uh, kind of talk about it with you guys on on what you guys would uh, would do. So
1: I think there's two parts to this. There is before I knew what Coyote was, before I knew Coyote, what did I do for fitness? Yeah. And then there's also now with hindsight of being here every you know every day for eight years, going to Coyote. Um, if I ha- if I was in town, what would I? what would I do knowing all that I know now? And I think yeah. before, I would say what I did was I'd do multiple sports, and I would think of my exercises in sports. So it was pick up basketball in the wintertime, late fall, it was joining a soccer, you know, some sort of soccer league, adult soccer league, um, in the spring, and trying to golf whenever I could, and then every once in a while getting out and running. And that was kind of it. Um, so I think I dabbled a little bit in the gym but I just did not have a I just didn't enjoy the there wasn't anything that felt athletic about walking around the gym and doing bench and curls and things like that because I wasn't very good at it. I wasn't very strong, so it wasn't very fun and I didn't know how the process worked of getting strong. It wasn't like a game for me at all. So I I kind of relied on sports to be the thing that kept me motivated.
2: Yeah, that's a good place to start. Let's, yeah. So
1: before before I knew what I know.
2: And before Coyote Fitness, um, which is kind of funny, uh, because I would be at school at Southern Miss, like, on the CrossFit Journal, like, reading stuff in the back of kinesiology class. So a part of me has always kind of been somewhat obsessed with fitness um, in that re- regards. But uh, before I was a member of, a, of any type of gym, and be- especially before Coyote Fitness, uh, I was really big into the Spartan race world. And I really liked... Um, kind of the adventure behind doing a mountain run or like a chair tra- a trail run or, or something along those lines um and so i you know then it was a lot of couple mile runs some weighted runs a lot of i guess you could call it at that time it was gymnastic stuff rope climbs and monkey bar type movements and i would run through i would run at southern miss they're right next to the longleaf trace and so you know, we would do a distance run and come back to, like, the ROTC-type equipment's uh, workout center and, and do, you know, climb over the walls and rope climbs and monkey bars and pull-ups. Um, and we would even do, like, like a lot of bodyweight stuff like Cindy. We would do 20-minute AMRAPs of Cindy or, or things like that. And so that's kind of where I started, and that's kind of what I relied on. I, I, I did CrossFit in high school as a baseball player and ended up liking that more than baseball. Uh, but then when I went to school, really just couldn't av- afford to be a part of an affiliate at the time. Uh, and so I relied on main site workouts straight off of CrossFit.com at that time, um, combined with a lot of just somewhat random, not really very, definitely just completely random tire flip running sandbag stuff. So that's what I, that's what I did before. Um, if that kind of covers that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I uh, so for me, I'm similar to you, Caleb. I My whole pretty much life revolved around sports when I was a kid, and uh, it was playing baseball and football and soccer and basketball and running track. Um, I can remember like in third and fourth grade, there was like a running club at school, and I joined the running club, and um, we would run races and like one-mile fun run races, and I, I ran a lot of those, and I won a few of them, and I have a whole bunch of medals that I found. Uh, from those days uh, when we were moving like just tons of them and uh, ribbons and all that type of stuff and so shortly after that uh, when I was probably sixth grade my dad bought me this weight set for my room and I would like do like lay on the ground and do bench press like floor press and do curls and stuff in my in my room and then when I was like seventh or eighth grade he started to take me to the local gym which was the courthouse at the time northeast courthouse and I would go with him and we would like go and run on the treadmill together. I'd walk on the treadmill with him and then we'd go upstairs to the weight room and he would show me how to lift weights on the machines and how to do bench press and, you know, that type of thing. And I w I wasn't, I wasn't doing it consistently. It was just kind of around when, um, I, my, my sports schedule was in, in the off season. And then, you know, once I got into junior high and high school, we had a school weight room program and I would go do that in the off season. And then he enrolled me into like some speed training, um, summer camps and things like that. And that involved like learning how to do the, the power cleans and, um, squats and doing sprint and agility drills and that type of thing. And then it was lifting weights for, for college, for baseball and, um, you know, trying to get, get bigger and stronger for that. And same thing, you know, bench press curls, leg press, um, all that type of stuff. And that was like 10 years of me going to the courthouse and lifting weights slow, you know, at a slow pace, high reps, um, sitting and looking at your phone in between I can't even remember if I had a phone I don't that might have been before people had smartphones <laughs> maybe I was playing snake in between or yeah. something scrolling through the yeah, iPod. yeah they had the tvs going and you walk over and get some water and go back and do another set and I did that for years and um and then 2010 is when I uh, I found CrossFit and everything changed for me but it was a lot of uh the typical bro type lifting for me in my background as well as uh, a lot of a lot of sports as well
1: having now now thinking about what would i do now you know if if the gym were to close and uh all four gyms just like spontaneously combusted and they're gone no one was in the gym when that happened everyone is safe everyone was out everyone is safe uh but if we lost it all i think that i would i would be unable to give up on how great I feel doing high intensity exercise. I would find a place that gave me the freedom to be able to, um, to be able to do a variety of different physical activities, running and lifting, combining the two, um, having some sort of gymnastics and using, you know, learning how to control your body weight. I think it would be hard for me to ever join another gym, but I may do that. You know, if it was a place that allowed me to do that and could operate at the standard that we have set for the respect for people and different skill levels in the community, because I really do. There's nothing better than exercising with people who are both fitter and not as fit beginners and the the expert, you know, because everyone on the journey provides some um, just enjoyment. I enjoy other people succeeding and other people I thrive off of watching them and I gain inspiration from them and also I want to push myself because I want to make them proud of my effort too so that's an aspect of it that it just can't be replaced and so I don't know that it would be completely by myself but I would seek to try to try to find the closest thing that I could um, and I'd be willing to go out of the way to try to, to try to make it happen I'm kind of thinking of like
2: if functional fitness didn't exist as like a methodology in and of itself like if there was no any type of CrossFit gym any type of Uh, Not just Coyote Fitness, but, like, there was no defined space where you could go and do the types of things that we do for exercise. Um, Like, if it was another sport or thing that I would try, like, I think I would actually probably dabble around in, like, Brazilian um, Jiu-Jitsu or something along. Because I think from uh, what I've heard from a lot of people that, that do that, and I'm totally speaking completely out of air the air here, but, um, they say the progression is very similar to CrossFit and the movements and the methodology that it's like, you never really master it. There's always, you know, another thing to learn and the progress is endless. Um, and every single time you practice and do the things you can learn something from any type of person that you, that you, uh, roll with. And so, um, a, a, there's actually a, a family that comes in and they all, uh, a lot of them do uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu right down the street, and so they're always pressuring me to come into the gym. And so, if Coyote Fitness did not exist, that'd probably be a, a place where I'd st- I would start. And then, another thing I know that, and maybe this will be just a down the road thing for me, but I would like to start maybe getting back into some distance stuff. I really, to me, there is, and this is just because where I've always gone back to, but running through the mountains, like running through the woods, running through a trail to me is a very exhilarating, somewhat kind of freeing type thing. And it's kind of funny, like Cassidy and I have taken vacations to go on trail runs or go on, uh, like, runs through the mountains. And so for me, I just, like, I'm more of a mountain guy than a beach guy. And so I would definitely do a little bit more of that. Maybe not super ultra distant stuff for hours, but – You know that 5k 10k through the mountain trail run is something that i've always enjoyed i I probably would do a little bit more of that so maybe learn something completely totally different like jujitsu and run through the woods does that sound accurate yeah yeah (laughs) jujitsu in the woods (laughs) yeah uh
0: like i'm like you kale there's no way i could ever consistently work out by myself again after spending so many years working out in groups with people and i would have to be a part of a community um, that was, you know, doing the same thing we were doing at Coyote or something very similar because it's just so fun and motivating to do it. And that's one of my favorite things about traveling is like dropping into a, uh, a gym, a CrossFit gym in the area and meeting new people and they're so friendly and, um, you know, want to tell you things to do while you're in town. And, um, you know, you get to work out with a group of people and, and meet lots of like-minded individuals. And so that's one thing that I will never – be able to do consistently is work out by myself again, because it's just too hard to, to get motivated to do it consistently. Um, I've thought a lot about like a, a sport or thing that I'll compete in like you, Tyler, and that would be um, high rocks, I think is something that I would be interested yeah. in and in participating in. That's definitely more suited to my um, strengths and abilities as an athlete. And if you're not sure what high rocks, I don't, I don't know all the specific details, but I'm pretty sure what it is as you run, uh, a certain distance in between stations and they have 10 stations that have basically CrossFit style movements at each station and then you run to the next station. So it's like a long distance type, uh, CrossFit workout. And so that's something that, uh, would, would be right up my alley. I feel like it be something that if I ever were to compete in something outside of this, I think that's something that I would, I would enjoy doing. I, I can't say that I'd ever do it, but I think potentially in another life I might do it. So, um, I do enjoy that type of thing. Um, and I think it'd be suited to me and it'd be something to, to train for and work towards. And then also, um, also maybe mix in bodybuilding type stuff again, because I do enjoy that. And I've, I've actually been dabbling with that, uh, again, some more. And I've been really enjoying kind of going back to doing some of that a, a couple of days a week and doing our physique track, doing some low intensity bodybuilding type stuff and getting a, getting a good pump. And, um, I've, I have been enjoying that as well.
1: One thing that I've enjoyed a lot is being able to at least have the capability of also, you know, you can think about performance as what's my score, but then you also can, and there's an entire sport, like you said, of bodybuilding where you can really try to like change your body composition and say, Hey, I may be, I may have a certain genetic disposition to certain things, but what can I, how can I make the most of what I've been given? And there's an aspect of that, that I think would be, it would be fun to do, to lean into not seeing how fast I can go, but seeing like, man, can I, can I change these muscles. Can I watch my body progress in, you know, whether my legs or my arms or, you know, my abs, or can I combine nutrition and exercise to, to set a goal and achieve it? That's something that's, um, yeah, that I think it would also be, would also be really intriguing. One thing that I would do for sure, if I was not in the gym as often as I was, I would set goals with, um, for me, you talked about like jujitsu or something for me, it'd be golf. And you guys hear me talk about this a lot, but, I think golf is one of those things where it just requires so much time that I'm not able to do it right now, but it is such a relaxing thing and also combines like getting my heart rate up and that nervousness that is really hard to, you know, you can go and play in a sports league and the, the game just kind of goes by in a 60 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it is, but to me, golf just has the balance of mental strength and mental uh, discipline and also such fine room for error that um, it really rewards hard work. And so for me, that would be a sport where I would love to, and I like to be by myself too. So I think that there's an aspect of just being able to be alone with your thoughts that golf allows you to do. And uh, so I would probably be addicted to like setting a goal, like you said, and maybe it's like, all right, I want to run this and I'd work for that for six months. And then It'd be like, hey, I want to, I want to drop my scores to the, I want to get to this handicap, and I'd work on that. Um, so I think golf maybe cool. non super, not really physical, but
2: it can be if you walk and it if could you're walking. Be. 18. I heard that people,
1: I heard that people do these uh, golf races where they like it's 18 holes as fast as possible, and you run in between. That would be that'd be to, what you would try do. That. That's a yeah, thousand percent what you would actually do. Caleb. Would be it. So it's. How fast
0: you can complete eighteen holes, not how few strokes you can do it in. It's a combination of the two. Mm. So see, I can do one or the other. I know (laughs) that's right. The goal is to do both. Can you be strong and fast?
2: Apparently not. But Uh, but you would have
0: to be good to also be fast because you, if you
1: keep missing shots, it would take longer. That's precision. Every every extra shot is less time, or is more time that you have to spend because you got to go and. You know, Are you also having no to shotgun long. a beer after each hole? There is drinking that, involved, and yeah, that was the other thing I was going to say about golf. That I guess you
0: could like hit it just short and run, and just keep hitting it short and just keep
2: running. Turkey style. I don't know how just to hit it short, guys. Scooting across the <laughs> yeah. Uh, another like it, that's that's funny you talk about like golf. Like that's a great outside sport. Like I definitely think I would just try to be outside as much as possible. Like I just love being outside, and that's why I like to hunt a lot. That's what my brother and I do together like that's the thing that we do together is we go hunt um and so um if there was no like gym to go to i think the woods the outside like nature would become Kind of my gym, I guess you could say. Tyler, like, I
0: think you were born about two hundred years too late.
2: Then, no doubt, I say
0: it's every time. <laughs>
2: stop at the service station yeah. on the way back. I said, "Oh yeah, that was good." Oh, you you bringing Grab the back an RC up, cola is and, Dan- a is, is, is <laughs> and a moon Dan- pie? Is Daniel Boone your uh, your hero? In, in a past life, we actually used to run together.
0: Yeah. It was, uh that's your life. Like if you could if you could live any life, that would be
2: that, the life. I'd be the guy on the buffalo, the buffalo <laughs> <front-tierman> on the <laughs> buffalo. Can
1: I say one theme that I'm seeing is that one thing with CrossFit as the as a um, discipline, style of exercise. The thing that most people can't describe, but that they love about it, is that they don't know exactly what it's going to be like, and that's why we like games. It's why we watch sports. But you, it could be the best game you've ever seen, but you're not going to watch it again. You know, you're not going to watch a football game that ends. Uh, you know, that goes to double overtime and ends. It's so exciting. You stay up late. Your heart rate's up. But then you don't wake up the next day and be like, oh, I'm going to watch that again because. What you love about it is that you don't know what's about to happen. And with exercise, for me, that's what's important is that like with golf, from the second you hit the first shot, it is a different storyline than the time before. Whereas going and maybe bodybuilding, it's like, all right, I know I'm going to do three sets of 10 and the last two are going to hurt, but I'm going to do this num- this amount of weight. I love that you just don't know what it's going to be like every day. And so that adds what people refer to as like nervousness before anticipation that excitement is something that most people are missing from their routine. And when you get that with your physical activity, that's what we love about sports and you can actually add it into your exercise. And it doesn't mean that you're doing it as a sport or for performance. And so maybe nature's kind of like that too, like running yeah. out outside or a race. It's like from the second you start, your pacing is different. It becomes a different, you know, you take a step in a different place. Um, it's so. that unknown. It's like
2: that unknown variable. You never really know like what's going to be presented around the next turn or in the next hole, yep. uh, around the next step, and you never know. In, like with fitness, is like, hey, we know we're doing Fran today. It's twenty one fifty nine thrusters and pull ups. You know that you're going to do nine at the end, but at the start of twenty one, you may not necessarily exactly know how that nine is going to feel once mm-hmm. you get started. And so that's that's like a perfect way to think about it, is like it's it's that excitement. And I think that stimulates your mind and it's kind of can stimulate your brain a little bit. And you can take that and run with that as far as, Mm -hmm. you know, you would like to Mm -hmm. in in your daily living and and mundane routine and and using fitness as a way to mix that up. Um, And so, yeah, definitely like that unknown variable is what I think that I would pursue. Like we would all pursue to an extent.
1: What would you do if you were able to do a sport as someone else? Who would you be and what sport would you do? Ooh. So thinking outside the gym, like, it, or inside the gym, if you could, I mean, I know you got, if you wanted to be me and, and <laughs> participate in, you know, this physical activity, you could, uh, but no, where would, who would you be and what sport would it be? Uh, go.
0: I think I'd be a NFL quarterback that's what I would be. I think that would be to me, that would be the Need most a good O line. Yeah. Uh, who has the best O line? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Patrick Mahomes, I'd be Patrick Mahomes. There you go. Get paid fifty million dollars a year. You sure would.
2: <laughs> I think. What would you do? I think I would want to be Michael Phelps as a swimmer. I think I would want to know what it was like to be like designed exactly for that physical activity. Like he was, he came out the womb swimming. Like he was meant to be a swimmer. And like I think it'd be so cool to be, of course, naturally gifted. And it takes a lot of hard work. To be at that caliber of an athlete, but I just think the way that, like, all the stars kind of aligned for him to be so good on top of his hard work. So that'd be, he's like one of, you know, I think, when I think of, like, an athlete that I would want to, like, be in practice in in that sport, it'd be him. Who would you be, I don't Caleb? Know. I'm
0: having trouble. I wouldn't want to be anybody,
1: um, but I would like to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's what well, I mean. If you could that's do, what do it I... as them, like if it was like, yeah. a, like a virtual reality, like if you could put a headset on and be somebody in a sport. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Uh, I, I
2: would want to be the great, like to know what it would be like to be the person who was designed to be the greatest swimmer in that yeah. sport. Because it's kind of unnatural, like swimming. You Caleb, know?
0: what golfer would you be? Go yeah. on. I would, we know you'd be a golfer. You know I'd be Tiger Woods. <laughs>
1: uh, Tiger Woods. Second answer, Davy Crockett. <laughs> Davy Crockett. You know, but most people don't know. We talk. I talk about golf a lot more, but soccer is hard to do just because you got to be a part of a group. you got to have everybody right. It's got to click. But um, Erling Holland, that would yeah. be, man, to be – how tall is he? 6'6"? Six, six? Uh, I think he's like 6'4". Six, 6'4". Six, four. Four. Just to be a mountain of a man and to be a striker for in the Premier League, I think – It would be so fun to be that much physically stronger and fast, and to be able to just score goals for uh, a Premier League team. And I I think in sports, I've been a part of getting to watch some great live events. Um, I got to go to a World Cup uh, qualifier when I was in Africa for Uganda, and they were they had they had like a massive upset, and. Being in a crowd, and I think a lot of people, you know, college football has these moments, but for me, like a soccer goal scored, there's a feeling that you get when the crowd, like when it happens, that is, um, it's kind of hard to describe. Like, it's just a feeling as you, the noise creates a feeling that you like physically feel the noise and hear it. And so soccer goals to me are one of, even since I was a kid, like I just lay in bed and just dream about what it's like to score a goal and so that was uh did you
0: score a lot of goals caleb i did i was a Never striker I was, I, was I was
1: called a lazy striker and so <laughs> you Sherry just kind of yeah. meander up at the top and then all the guys that run they do all the work and then pass it and you get to you get to get all the glory i but, was too um so i've always been into
2: like non like traditional like like not ball sports like i've always liked swimming or you're like into non-traditional things tyler really <laughs> no <Wow. joke>. yeah. <laughs> who knew
1: but i mean i guess i could <laughs> th- i love a good rocking chair yeah. like, <laughs> you know just
2: like rock climbing <laughs> like, yeah, you know. so
0: uh when uh talking about soccer i i that was my first love as a sport i love playing soccer and i got it quickly got addicted to scoring goals it is like an addicting feeling there was really nothing like it and uh my niece is has been playing soccer uh my brother's daughter Sophia and you know they're at the age where they're not keeping score and the goals are small and they just kind of you know let them play well Sophia scored her first goal and then in a game not too long ago and then quickly scored like two or three more the same day or two more and afterwards uh my brother was like "Sophia, you scored three goals she said no I scored four and uh (laughs) And I was like, uh oh, she
1: got that. She got that feeling, that taste of of scoring a goal, and it's it's addicting. I do. I mean, in other sports, like even like I played basketball a lot growing up, and my mom played uh, basketball, and so we used to grow up going to camps. And I loved shooting. Like shooting became an art, and it was something I could do all day long. Um, but even like, even like shooting a three pointer, you know, and or just getting hot and like hitting two or three back to back that's still like a soccer goal is still one of the premier, like mm-hmm. even more, I think even more, maybe a home run is very, yep. uh, is like just picturing what perfect contact is like a goal is like that, but it's also in other people's control. And that's what makes it that anticipation is like, there's gotta be a lot of things happen, right. To get an opportunity. And so, uh, hitting a home run is, I uh, didn't hit any home yeah. runs. So I, you can I, got, tell us about I got addicted to that in college <laughs> yeah, too, almost
0: too much. So, and I, um, I hit a lot in college, and I, gosh, it was such an amazing feeling to hit the ball like just perfectly, and just watch it go out and, and to disappear, especially at night into the night sky. It was it was a great great feeling, and I was just sitting there as you're into talking, the night sky, yeah. rocking the moon <laughs> with it. Oh yeah, no yeah. Uh, Straight I was to Lake. I was Drive. thinking, what was better, uh, scoring a goal in soccer or hitting a home run? And the only difference in soccer is that it's so. Unexpected because it can come at any point in the game. When in baseball, like you go up to bat and there's going to be an outcome: either you're going to get a hit, or you're going to get out, or you, you hit a home run, or you're going to walk. Or but there's a, a outcome at that given point in time. Whereas soccer, you can go a whole game and nobody scores a goal, or you know you could score five goals, and there's no and it can happen at any point in the game. And so it's just like you can just all of a sudden be in the middle of the game, and all of a sudden the ball goes in goes in the goal, and you score a goal. So it's this. There's not quite a, a, another feeling in sports that I've been a part of, like a soccer goal, because it's just everybody erupts all at once, and you've been working as a team towards something. But they're both those are the two best feelings that I experienced playing sports, was hitting a home run. In I was, uh,
1: we both were, we both kicked uh, for our football teams, and... That was like the exact opposite of a goal in soccer. It's 100% predictable, yep. and when it goes in, it's almost a relief yeah. more than excitement. Kick, being kicker was the worst thing that I did in sports. Uh, yeah, I literally, like, it was one of those things where skill-wise, it was, hey, you could pursue this in college. And I decided literally to stop pursuing it because it was miserable. It My is. senior year, I just decided, like, this is, this is more, I don't want to spend time doing something that when it goes well it's a relief and the rest of the time it's don't screw up and so yeah. soccer to me is the exact opposite it's like it's unexpected and it just you know so and when you're the
0: kicker like you're almost like your own person on the team nobody else on the team thinks you're really like a part of the team now I, p- I play wide receiver too so I didn't quite have that but I remember when I was in 10th grade uh, they made me the starting kicker and I would go at part of uh, practice and just kick by myself and I missed like an extra point and uh, or a field goal or something. And one of the seniors was like, how do you miss one? all you do is kick? You know, <laughs> how do you you're ever done. miss, you know? And, and so it's just like, if you make it, you're, you did what you're supposed to do. And if you miss it, everybody on the team and hates you. And so it's just Can't, like, gosh, it was so nerve wracking. Too gonna, much pressure. Right I'm,
1: like, I'm story topping. Cause this is going to be, this is, <laughs> this helps understand a little bit about me. And I feel like this is being very vulnerable, but um, I, I actually got the starting job for our high school team as a freshman, and i was Uh, the i was the only so the freshmen we had our own locker room the ninth grade locker room and then everybody else was in the big locker room and i was the only starter and uh i after our first game as varsity i remember like running up and being in the bathroom during all warm-ups because i was so nervous and i was like it was it was truly excruciating and i was just praying i did not have to go in but i missed my very first extra point ever And then I ended up making one and then one got blocked and the seniors on the team actually like went to the coach and they're like, we got to get another kicker. And so, uh, I lost my job and then didn't, and the guy that came in was a junior. And so he kicked for two years and I didn't kick it. I didn't start again until, till my junior year. But I remember having the chance as a, you know, 15 year old to be the starter. And it was, it was, uh, truly excruciating. Yeah. And so uh, <laughs> I, I don't know that that scarred me for a long ten time. Ten out of ten, do not recommend. Being do not a recommend. <laughs> uh, Tyler, tell us about your favorite cup of coffee. Mm. <laughs> Let's go ahead. How, what and, is it like that uh, first gonna, sip of coffee I'm in gonna, the morning? I'm going to probably before the sun's up do a,
2: a pour over of Good Dudes <laughs> the Pat and roast. It's got a very caramely uh, taste to it. Good Dudes Patent roast. Good Dudes Pat and roast. Go ahead, check it out. Um, Tyler's an athlete.
1: We're just giving you hard time. You know, Jeez, it, we're going. I'll you go wear ahead crux, and even talk though you a little wear bit. And I'll, jeans. I'll, I'll say
2: something um, that I know a lot of the a lot of people that listen to this are uh, hunters and appreciate wing shooting. And if if you're not into that, that's cool. Um, but I am, and uh, that's kind of like you talking about connecting with a target or connecting with um, like shooting a bow and and that perfect release and and finding a target. Um, and I love like a strategy game like some of my favorite games like board games stuff growing up of course I'm so boring but like battleship was like like a strategy game a mind game chess like I love those kind of games and so sometimes like uh like a like a hunting scenario can feel like that where you're all the pieces are kind of having to line up and so there's a lot of variables to control and it's kind of almost like a like a game of of war to an extent um and so, whenever all the variables of like like a duck hunt comes together, it's it's really cool, um, because it's usually through a lot of scouting and hard work and 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 time put in to get, you know, 30 to 45 minutes of success out. Um, and same thing with with um, skill shooting and those kind of things. So there's just like some some of the w- other weird things that I like um, to do outside of the. Typical weird things that I that I like to do, um, and so another thing is like, sp- w- you know, from a sports standpoint, we're talking about weird sports now. I guess at this point, uh, let's go up uh, the Weirder deep end. the better. <laughs> pickleball. Yeah, well, that's apparently the big deal now yeah. is pickleball. It's not uh, weird. Reedy, Reedy was saying Lauren showed me. Yeah. She was
0: like, "Do you play pickleball?" It's so much fun. Look at this huge bruise I got playing. I was like, <laughs> that like, doesn't look like a lot. I don't of know commentary. if that's the
2: pickleball <laughs> I've seen on on television there. Um, but uh, dog training is actually people don't actually see that and understand that that's a that's a sport in and of itself. And my wife is really good um, with that, and something that I get to participate in is obedience training with our dogs, and that's fun um, because you get to create. It's kind of a um. A you connection. make house calls? I ask you that. Do make a house? Not yet. Oh, <laughs> <man>. will, <laughs> um, will you be willing to make
0: house calls to our house?
2: Sure. Our dogs need some obedience training. We'll discuss pricing after this. Um, <laughs> if you have to ask, you can't afford it, right? That's right, right yeah. Um, but, you know, what's cool is being able to see, like, uh, something I hear that, that we're kind of talking about is, like like, we all like to feel progress as it happens. Uh, Because sometimes like the process of getting better at something, like continually kind of that grind a little bit uh, can be a little bit disheartening at times. And, but whenever you get to actually pursue the thing, whether it's kicking a, you know, kicking a a ball in a net or shooting a ball in a net or, um, you know, running a race and crossing the finish line, doing a workout and hitting a PR I think it's that the work that goes into it, that process, and then the outcome, the progress that we all like to seek as a sport, and I think that's what makes fitness such an awesome sport. Is that that progress is never ending, and so you know if you know Armageddon happens and Coyote Fitness ceases to exist, then you know I think at the end of the day is if you have something that you're you're pursuing that you enjoy seeing the progress happen, then you're going to learn and grow from it. And so that's why I'd work out is because I, I like to use the progress I make and the hard work that I have to put into fitness and translate that to work, daily living, relationships, those type of things. And so, you know, I would just, for the person listening, if you haven't ever thought about this, it's like, you know, continue to challenge yourself and find the thing that, you know, maybe you could get the most challenge out of while still seeing progress so armageddon's the only thing stopping us that's baby. that's why i mentioned it that's what <laughs> that's it's gonna right. take uh, so uh that
0: was a really good discussion i uh and, and i'll just end by saying if if i didn't own Cody, if i wasn't a coach at Cody, and Cody was just a gym i would still work out here because um to me it's it's the best the best the best option out there and um keeps me motivated and engaged and it's fun and an amazing group of people and awesome community and so
1: um just just appreciate every 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 day here of all those things we just talked about like the reason we are here and not doing all those other things is because it has found a way to kind of tie a lot of those things that we love super diverse group you know of of people who all have different things maybe they would do if they weren't doing this but they chose they choose to be here because it strikes it, it hits and ticks so many of those uh markers for us that are valuable and important and so uh I started, you know, both of us were members before we started coaching and working here. And so some longer than others. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Tyler was one month in.
0: Hey, bro, I uh, quit my job. I quit my job. (laughs) Y'all hiring? (laughs) Please say yes. Yeah.
1: Well, no. I mean, it's like that. Like I I legitimately was like, hey, Hunter, I want to start doing this. And it's like, well, we don't have a spot yet. It's like, Okay, well, I still want to do it. I'll start now. And you know Tyler is the same Take way. No All of our there members listening, yeah. So many, so many of our coaches. That's what you remember, and it's like, this is a career. This is what I want to do. So, well, uh, oh, that's that's cool. That was fun, we, guys. We went,
0: uh, went in a lot of different directions, but that was a really good discussion. Well, let's move on to the next segment. Outside the box. Well, uh, Caleb just. Uh, Tim, timmy topped me earlier so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna piggyback <laughs> on ninth grade starter <laughs> <laughs> <a game>. kicker <laughs> yeah i'm gonna piggyback off uh, the announcement he made about a month ago and uh we've already posted an, on social media but my wife is pregnant with twins and so we're gonna have twice as many kids as Caleb does <laughs> yeah. no, not like it's a competition but uh yeah we uh we're really excited about it and um they are due in october and uh everything is going great so far and so i'm really looking forward to uh becoming a dad and uh everybody that's has twins says if you're going to do it do it the first time so we're just going to figure it out i guess and uh we're, yeah it's something that uh we're both really looking forward to and um can't wait to uh can't wait to be a dad and uh, and have twins. So we got that uh, going on, and um, looking forward to that coming up.
1: Congrats to you guys. Congrats to Claire. My, my kid is definitely going to uh, be willing to teach your kids how to play sports and right. how to work out <laughs> and all those things. So uh, You see what he's doing? Don't do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, –
0: They'll probably be like going to rival high schools and we'll be like sitting across each other in the stands and be like, I
2: can't sit next to you during this game, Caleb. Y'all are going to really make me mediate between the yeah. two of you. Um,
1: you don't know the gender yet, though. No, of, we of don't. Yours. We'll find out. Um, oh, he so he's going to one up me again. <laughs> so I don't know if you don't know. I won't say it. I, I was going to say... That by the time this comes out, every, we, people will know. So uh, You can, no, you can say gonna, it if you want no, to. No, I'm not going to talk. No, no, it's good. Now, no, we'll, we'll find out. So
0: uh, with twins, uh, we're going to do the blood test, but the, the blood test only tells you with twins um, if there's the Y chromosome. And so um, either we'll find out if we have two girls or we'll find out if at least one of them is a boy. So that's what we'll find out with the blood test, and then we'll have to do another ultrasound a little bit farther along to find out if uh, if there is a boy if they're both boys or if it's a boy or girl and uh they are fraternal so the most common fraternal is boy girl and so uh the only rule ground rule we will have at our house is that they cannot date your child Caleb. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> <Now>. <laughs> which probably will lead to them dating you know that's how it, that's yeah how that's how it, gets how it works apparently no, no but uh it's it's uh there's a lot of coyote babies that have been born recently and a lot more uh on the way and so man it's just really fun to see all these kids, um, you know, being born and growing up and, um, you know, starting to take kids class. My niece, uh, my nieces took kids class, uh, this week for the first time and they loved it. And they're going to keep going back. So that was really exciting for me to see. And, um, uh, just see the next generation and grow, just growing up in the gym and seeing, uh, their parents model health and fitness to them because, um, we need it in this, in, the, in this country more than ever as obesity rates continue to climb. And, um, we're trying to be a, a beacon of light, uh, and it, you know, starts with the next generation, uh, starts here. And, uh, we're, you know, trying to change things one, one person at a time with the next generation and show them that health and fitness is fun and it's just part of life. So it's
1: cool stuff. Uh, outside the box. Uh, I, I always try to be more and more like Tyler as uh, time goes on and get out, get outdoors. I went turkey hunting yeah. a couple of weeks ago, uh, and just got the bug. So I'm hoping for the next couple of weeks to be able to uh, try to get as many opportunities to go as I can. Uh, That was something that was a thrill. And again, talk about not knowing every experience being different and the anticipation. Um, Few things make you nervous enough to shake. And in hindsight, the thrill is just, oh it's, it's wild. So I know you get that uh, for a lot of things, but Turkey hunting was one of them. So thanks Matt for taking me out. Appreciate it.
2: Yeah. Shout out Matt. Um, Outside the box, by the time we're listening to this, Cassidy will be getting ready to graduate or take her boards to get ready to graduate uh, from occupational therapy school. So that's what's going on outside the box. I want to give her a little shout out there. She's been working hard for finals. Keep it up, Cass.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, you guys got anything to recommend before we uh, wrap it up?
2: And it's been a good episode. Yeah. I, it. I would recommend listening to the, our other episodes.
1: wow wow an Uh, ad ad for your own ad you kind of sprung that on us real quick and i didn't have time to pull my list of recommends up so someone stall we are uh so we're
0: watching the final season of snowfall right now the last couple episodes left and that's been a great show um season four of succession just started and the final season of succession as well and uh phenomenal show and so um i rec i think i recommended them both before but i recommend um if you've never watched those shows, you know, try to get caught up and uh, watch the final seasons of those because they've been spectacular. And uh, there's been some good TV so far this year. And I've uh, really, enjoyed, really enjoyed the TV uh, scene. We've been watching Ted Lasso as well. Season 3 has been good. Um, so uh, something funny, uh, Caleb, one of your nutrition clients, uh, Martin Palomo, uh, he was at Millsaps a little bit before me. And uh, him and I have got to be pretty good friends. I've been on his Podcast a few times, and he is actually doing. By the time this uh, show comes out, I think uh, it, he'll have already done it. But he's doing a presentation at uh, Fertile Ground uh, Brewery, uh, and it's being moderated by the the Dean of Millsaps, who was actually one of my professors when I was there. And it's uh, management lessons from Ted Lasso, and him and two other guys are going to be doing a presentation on, uh, ma- uh, or I'm sorry, leadership lessons. Leadership lessons from Ted Lasso, and they're each going to be talking about different leadership. Uh, examples from the TV show Ted Lasso, so I think I might try to go to that. It's uh, it's uh, next Wednesday for you. Uh, it'll be the previous Wednesday uh, when this comes out, and uh, yeah, it should be fun to to see.
2: Cool. That is my actual recommendation. Ted Lasso. No, listening to other Coyote Fitness podcasts, and okay. if you have start uh, from the beginning, yes, go ahead, episode zero zero one. Uh, but on the real, uh, this keeps going. Uh, for the most part based off of word of mouth and for people also like giving us feedback so something that I love is when a member comes into the gym is like hey I heard you talking about this on the podcast the other day like we, I love that I don't don't know about you two guys but I love that feedback from members so if you uh, have thought about different topics and things that you want to hear like send them our way we would love to kind of consider your like what you want to hear, um, from future episodes. So, uh,
1: I would recommend giving us a recommend. There you go. My recommend is, uh, is just to go and, um, get outside. Perfect. Just do something outside. We talked about getting outside of the gym and what we'd be doing. And we use our fitness in a lot of different ways. But one of the things we want to make sure is we don't just get so tied up with the fitness itself that we forget that what we're being, what we're trying to get fit for. So uh, go and do something out and enjoy your fitness in a different way. Uh, and, you know, don't give up on the gym. Most people, it's like one or the other. It's like, all right, I'm not going to go to the gym. I'm just going to start doing this activity. Try to find the balance between the two, because I think you're going to be most happy with both of those when there's a little bit of balance. So uh, that's my recommend. I saw, uh, I heard a great,
0: <laughs> a great quote yesterday that Lauren uh, said, I can't remember who told her and somebody was messing with them about uh, if they were gonna uh, run and they said no and they said, well, you need to run so you're ready for the zombie apocalypse and and they said, well, some of us don't can't run some of us have got to fight. So I thought that was a, <laughs> I, thought, I thought, thought that was a, a great line so uh, we'll wrap it up with that. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed the episode and we will catch you next time.